Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby! Oh, no! What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello! From the Dyer Prime Studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt, preseason episode two. Follow me on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV, Twitter, tweeting on Twitter, find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt, Facebook, you know, Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Unreasonable Doubt merchandise, podcast swag. Link to the online store in the show notes. Click it, check it out. Click it, do it, check it. Jump the gun on preseason episode one. Actually, preseason practices started this Thursday. So they've got a couple of practices in, to my knowledge. But still check out preseason episode one. It's in a local news format. Kind of ambitious, but not really. It's just kind of goofy. Anyways, to keep the fun and to really, you know, celebrate the excitement of preseason practices starting with the idea that games are going to happen, let's do a crossword puzzle. All right. You know, that varies by person to person. My father, great at crosswords. Old school. Gets the newspaper, goes right to the crossword, fills it out. Me, not so much. Terrible at crosswords. Unless they involve WBU basketball. Unfortunately, the local paper, the crossword puzzle is not WBU basketball themed. So, and let me let you in on a secret. And most people already know this. You can only find WVU basketball crossword puzzles on the dark web. It sounds seedy, and there probably is some seedy stuff on the dark web, but you also can get things like WVU basketball crossword puzzles. A couple of catches. Number one, I mean, you've already got a catch. It's on the dark web. Second of all, you've got to pay for them. You pay for everything on the dark web. And you don't. You know, it's not Bitcoin or PayPal. It's the cryptocurrency from the phone, like the game on your phone, Golf Clash. You know, where you, you, with your finger, you drag the ball into the, like the circle and then release it or whatever. And then there's a swinging arrow. Anyways, the money that you build up from Golf Clash or you can purchase with actual money. That's what you use to buy these puzzles. It's very specific. I've already told you too much. Also, and this is a rumor, the person that creates WVU basketball crossword puzzles, it's not that uh, like Will Shorts guy or, I mean, that's the only guy I know, or lady that creates crossword puzzles. I want to say crosswords. And so if I do that, I apologize, but not really. Anyways, the person that created WVU basketball crossword puzzles is the guy or lady from, well, it's a guy from the commercial that's holding a baby while talking about a phone game being super addictive. Have you seen that commercial? 
He's standing in the dark. I've talked about that on this podcast. There are rumors that that's the dude that creates these. Anyways, I made a little investment using Golf Clash cryptocurrency, and I've got a fresh WBU basketball crossword puzzle. So now my father, I don't know his methods. Uh, I don't know how he approaches it because I'm not good at them. I go through the clues and figure out the easy ones. And then maybe through those, you know, I have enough letters filled in that I can get some help on the ones that I don't know. So I'm going to skip around the numbers here. I'm going to put the picture of the crossword puzzle on social media for this episode. Without further ado, let's get started here. All right. Don't know that one. Ooh, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to get this five across. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight letters. Reason nothing is set in stone. Well, that's easy. Let me see. P-A-N-D-E-M-I-C. It fits, and I'm confident that five across is pandemic. All right. Let's see. Oh, I know this one. 11 across. Last name of whiny baby coach in the Big 12. W-E-B-E-R, Bruce Weber. All right, feel good about that. All right, so I've got the M and the E for six down. Let's see what six down is. Best current WVU player that hosts the podcast. Current, so former player, that's up for debate. There's multiple WVU basketball players that are doing podcasts. Shout out the truck, shout out the final forecast. But there's only one current WVU player, to my knowledge, hosting a podcast, and I think it works. M-C-C-A-B-E. McCabe. All right. Dude, I, I told you, I'm good at WVU basketball crossword puzzles. All right. Mm, ooh, I think I've got this one. Six letters, nine across, second letters an A. Champion of both the Big 12 and skating over scandals. <laughs> well, that has to be Kansas. K-A-N-S-A-S. It fits. I feel good about it. All right. There's a C and two down. Five letters. Great card in spades and best current WVU player nickname. Oh, Okay, D-E-U-C-E, deuce. I'm killing this. All right. All right, there's a, the N in pandemic is in three down, six letters. What is three down? Uh, last name of basketball cyborg designed for three-point shooting. Oh, I don't know any, well, I think the person who created this is going for robot and I think he's talking about, or she is talking about shot robot. Let me see if this works. M C. The N's already there. E I L. Yes, McNeil. All right. Oh, what do I have? All right, twelve across. Three letters. Number of teams in Big Twelve Conference. All right, so it's three letters. So it's not T-W-E-L-V. That's too many letters. 
Oh, yeah. Well, so, that, you know, they're throwing us for a loop. But you and I both know that there's 10 teams in the Big 12. Because that makes sense. T-E-N. All right. What else we got? Seven down. The last letter's an E. Six letters. The voice equivalent of nails scratching a chalkboard. Hmm. That one's tough. Let me get back to that one. What do I, What else do we got? Mm. Oh, uh, eight across, seven letters. Big 12 coach most likely to have round ice cubes always available. Hmm. <laughs> I think I know. H-U-G-G-I-N-S. That works. Huggins. All right, so that adds an I to the seven down that I couldn't get. The voice equivalent of nail scratching a chalkboard. So it's a WVU basketball puzzle, so that should narrow it down. Somebody I can hear that's not Huggins. Ooh, I think I've got it. V-I-T-A-L-E. That has to work. Vital. Dick Vital. Okay, Dickie V with love and respect. We're blowing through these. We've only got three clues left. Uh, one, two, yeah, three. All right. Let's go for four across. First name of WVU's best friend in national media. Uh, I don't know. Let's get back to that one. Number 10. Five letters. Will not play a senior year at WVU. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to, I think that's O-S-C-A-R. That works. That makes it. He will not be a senior at WVU. All right. So two clues. Didn't know four down, one down. Financial commitment to watch some WVU games. Two words, eight letters. Oh, our good friends. E-S-P-N-P-L-U-S. Ugh. I'm not looking forward to dropping, to starting that ESPN Plus subscription again. Ugh. I guess there's bigger things to worry about. All right, four across. First name of WVU's best friend in national media. Last letter N. Oh, our buddy Frasilla, F-R-A-N. Fran, and how long did that take? I don't know how long that took, but we got it done fairly quickly. I can't wait to spend golf clash money for another WVU crossword puzzle. Crossword. All right, completed. Do do you sign your crossword puzzle when you're done with it? Like just sign down the middle of it. I don't know. Put your time down. Anyway. That's it for the puzzle round. <laughs> Random thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is a lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Dyer Prime Creative Group. You need a logo, right? Everyone needs a logo. They can help you. You don't know how to make a logo. They can help you. Design that logo. Then, what do you do with a logo? 
you put it on things. Things that you can wear. Hat. T-shirt. Sweatshirt. Embroidery. Are you intrigued? Ask Dyer Prime how they can help you with your logo and put it on things. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Player profile time. We're getting really tall. We started from the shortest guy and we're going to the tallest and we're getting really tall at this point. Last week was Oscar. This week, six foot ten, two 240 pounds. Isaiah Cottrell? I've heard Cottrell. It reads Cottrell. I'm thinking of, um, wasn't there a Noah Cottrell? I don't know if it's spelled the same way. Anyways, Isaiah Cottrell. (laughs) I'm sorry, Isaiah. I'll learn what your name is uh, during the season, right? Freshman from Las Vegas, Nevada, but he played his last year of high school at Huntington Prep here in West Virginia. And this guy was highly thought of by scouts. People make money to watch high school players play and probably middle school players play, and they grade them and uh, rank them. I'm just telling you how it works. And so who the people that do that job... Uh, put Isaiah in the top 100 of his class, like in the country, and not just at his position, like all the positions. So top 100 recruits. So this is like Oscar level, uh, Kevin Jones level, Ebanks level, top 100 folks. Uh, so, you know, people that keep track of that kind of thing think Isaiah is the bee's knees. I've checked out his YouTube highlights because that's all I have to go on uh, besides his height and weight. And guess what? Guess what six foot ten Isaiah is doing in the YouTube videos? He's dunking quite a bit. Now, Taj was strictly two-handed dunker, right? One step, two-hand dunk. Isaiah's mixing it up. He's dunking with his right hand over guys. He's dunking with both hands so he does mix it up he also uh there's you know a three sprinkled in here and there in the youtube video also some mid-range jump shots but the majority and again at a if you're six foot ten in high school (laughs) guess what your highlight package is gonna be yeah lots and lots of dunks Plus, Isaiah's got like uh, long, he's a young man with long hair and it stands up. So he's actually with the hair. And I, you know, I don't know. I don't think they measure by how tall your hair is. But if he's six foot 10 without hair, then he's seven one with hair. There's a lot going on there. I like it. I'm jealous. So, anyway. I just can't imagine. I like I played limited high school basketball. I don't remember ever playing against somebody six foot ten. 
That would be daunting. <laughs> to say the least. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like me and then a foot-long Subway sandwich. Uh, like, <laughs> like if you base a Subway sandwich on my head, that's that and long ways, not sideways. It's going to be tough to kind of balance the Subway sub to balance a meatball sub on the top of my head. But picture me with a foot-long meatball sub going straight up in the air. And at the top of that Subway sub, not a sponsor, that's as tall as Isaiah Cottrell <laughs> or Cottrell. I, like, I know you know how height works, but sometimes we get, you know, basketball on the screen, it doesn't translate as much because everybody's tall. I mean, McCabe's not tall. Mackey's not tall, but everybody else pretty tall. And so when you're getting into the six foot 10 range, anyways, people are tall is what I'm saying in basketball. <laughs> that's a hot take. Anyway, that's all I know from the YouTube videos. Huggins in his King of the Mountain press conference on Zoom last week. Here's what he said about Cottrell. He passes well, check. He shoots well, check. And he dribbles better than most of the big guys. Uh, check. So according to Huggins, uh, Isaiah does multiple things well, including dribble. So a guy as tall as me with, if I have a subway sub on my head, a foot long, that guy can dribble better than I can dribble. And it's not a contest, but he can a hundred percent do that. Uh, so that's, that's impressive. Six foot ten, be able to dribble. Gabe can dribble. I'm guessing when he's saying he's he's saying he's dribbling better than Culver, dribbling better than Oscar, and it's probably neck and neck with Gabe because Gabe Gabe can bounce it. It's interesting. Huggins specifically said he dribbles well, but when he talks about Gabe, Gabe can bounce it, and I don't know. I, again. Stop playing basketball at the age of, of 16, 17. So I don't know the difference between he's good on the bounce and he's a good dribbler. But anyway, what's Isaiah's role? I have no idea. He's a freshman, but he's highly recruited. So when you're in that top shelf, typically you're getting lots of playing time. But there... Isaiah's coming into a situation where you've got Oscar and Culver, and I can't imagine them not uh, starting, all right? And then you've got Gabe coming off the bench. So at minimum, Cottrell is getting the Logan Route minutes. Logan Route professional basketball player. And last year, Logan averaged about six minutes a game. So at the worst, he's getting six minutes a game, which is crazy. Top 100 recruit. Six minutes a game. I think that's the floor. Most likely, or at best, he's getting Logan Logan's minutes and a little bit of all the other guys. A little bit of Oscars, a little bit of Culver's, a little bit of Gabe's. And most likely, it'll be somewhere in the middle of that. So, you know, I'm going out on a limb. Ten minutes a game 
for a top 100 recruit, uh, Isaiah Cottrell. Also, and this just happened recently, the NCAA has froze eligibility for this season, meaning that if you Isaiah is a freshman this year, when he comes back next year, he'll be a freshman. So what does that mean for his how much time he gets? I mean, nobody has to, you know, Jalen Bridges last year, redshirted. This year, he's a freshman, and next year, he's going to be a freshman. Follow me? So I don't know how that affects minutes, specifically in Isaiah's case, but it's going to have implications for playing time, for the roster, for recruit recruiting in upcoming years. I have no idea because we haven't really experienced this you know, freezing eligibility because we've never experienced in our lifetime a pandemic. Pandemics make you freeze eligibility. They did it in football. They'll do it in basketball. That's another thing. Is, is somebody on the roster saying, you know what? Family history of illness or just to be on the safe side, I'm going to not participate. And I haven't heard anything like that. But if they did, then they could sit out this year and then not lose a year of eligibility, come back next year. Anyways, I'm excited for Isaiah Cottrell. I'm excited to learn how to say his last name. And there's still there's still two more guys in the player profiles. And I've already mentioned a six foot ten guy. <laughs> Gosh, that's crazy. So, final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Down. Schedule updates. Man, just so much news coming fast and furious regarding college basketball, and particularly WBU schedule. So the Bahamas tournament. Supposed to be in the Bahamas. Can't go to the Bahamas. Reports, hey, it's happening in South Dakota. Then Bahamas folks saying, yeah, no Bahamas thing. It's done. Confirm this week. WVU is going to South Dakota. They're heading to the Pentagon to pay to play in the Bad Boy Mowers crossover classic. That sounds fun. The the battle for Atlantis. Scratch that. Bad Boy Mowers Crossover Classic. Hello. Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Who does WVU play in the first round of this eight-team South Dakota tournament? They play Texas A&M. West Virginia has some recent history with Texas A&M. They got beat by Texas A&M in Germany. Javon Carter's senior year. They beat Texas A&M at home in one of those Big 12 challenge games. Here's the wrinkle this time with Texas A&M. You know who coaches them? You know who coaches the Aggies? Buzz Williams. You remember our buddy Buzz? Former Marquette coach. Buzz and the Marquette team beat WVU in Morgantown in 2012 when Kevin Jones struck Bryant senior year. 
And after the game, Country Roads comes on because Country Roads, win or lose, ends up playing over the PA. Buzz did some dancing in front of the student section. And guess what happened? (laughs) The student section didn't like that so much. (laughs) And I don't know who liked that uh, at all. So Buzz later apologized for that. So there's some history there. Buzz then moved to Virginia Tech, and that's good WVU history. WVU 2-0 versus Buzz Williams when he was at uh, Virginia Tech. Outscored Virginia Tech by a combined 56 points. So good and bad history with our buddy Buzz. He's in his second year at Texas A&M. But it's good to have some kind of history with your first opponent, you know? Also, to be determined on the pickleball status at the Pentagon. I reported that first, pickleball court. You know, WVU's social media folks, they're really good with catching videos when they go on these trips. So I'm sure if WVU gets down with some pickleball, That'll be represented on the social media account. Also, they called it the Crossover Classic, I guess because with one of these bad boy mowers. First of all, it's bad boy for life. And everybody knows that. And then, uh, I guess with a rotting lawnmower, you can cut, like, cross, like you're cutting a, a uh, outfield in a baseball on a baseball uh, stadium, cross-cutting. I'm more of a straight lines guy going away from the house. You know, some people do it diagonal lines. Some people go, you know, sideways with the road or, you know, the, the length of the house. I'm a straight line person. And listen, I'm not here to tell you how to cut your grass. There's no wrong answers here. One man's opinion, I like lines in the yard. That are straight. <laughs> but these their own, right? Anyway, as of right now, the confirmed schedule, and we're one month out, a little over a month out from the week of Thanksgiving. Here's what's WVU schedule. Confirmed. Three games in South Dakota. There's a Richmond game. That's going to happen at some point in Morgantown. So that's four games. Maybe a Georgetown game. Maybe an SEC Challenge game. Definitely no pit. Backyard backyard brawl postponed because of COVID. That game was scheduled before November 25th. And NCAA said don't play any games before uh, November 25th. Anyways, we'll see Pitt down the road next year. Lord willing, pandemic willing. So, and there's 18 games of Big 12 conference play, but no dates or when or how that's going to happen. Maybe there'll be a couple of games in December. Listen, I look at a calendar like you look at a calendar. You've got the last week of November. Then you've got, you know, four weeks in December. All right. (laughs) How many games are we going to? And my guess is they're going to try to get in as many games as possible in December because of no school. All right. So maybe who knows? 
And who knows, right? Do you know? I don't know. But that's 18 plus 321, 22 games I know are going to happen, and they can play up to 27. So those maybes become uh, reality. Now we're up to 24. So three more games to schedule by my math. It's a lot of math at this point, and that's what I've got. Very basketball-heavy episode this time, but thanks for listening. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms, or just pick one. Amazon, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox. Oh, my cat is so loud. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. That way, when a new episode comes out, you automatically get it. That helps you, I guess, if you want to listen to this, that helps me. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2020-2021 season, they're zero and zero.